up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups, where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliance's. All right, what an amazing morning it's going to be again. We have so many heroes and I'm so excited. First of all, let's get started with our next hero. You definitely will recognize his name. We have with us Sean Covey, president of Franklin Covey Education. That's a $225 million company. And now they have the reissue of, are you ready for this? The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're talking well over 25 million copies sold. And it was written by his father, the legendary Stephen Covey. So make sure you go to franklincovey.com. And of course, we'll have it on our website at alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. The only place where entrepreneurs align. Sean, I'm so excited to have you on the show. First of all, you're doing so much and your father is a legend, absolute legend. I got to share with you though, first, a little secret. When I was at okay. IBM, they had me take the course, uh, yep. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, but not once, twice. So I think I kind of <laughs> got an idea of the seven habits, but I need yeah. to ask you, and our listeners want to know, what was it like growing up with the, your father, the legend in the business? What did you guys talk about like at the dinner table? Dr. Covey was famous, but I'm 17. I'm thinking he's my dad, you know, and you know, when you're 17, you think your parents are kind of out of touch. So I kind of thought, you know, dad's kind of weird. And people used to come up to me, I didn't know. And they would cry on my shoulder and say, your dad's book changed my life. I'm thinking, are you serious? There's no way, Do you know, my dad. And so it was a pretty normal upbringing. I, you know, we had a, he was a good dad. I had a good mom, but he was, he was trying to teach us, be responsible. Don't be a victim, take initiative to make things happen. Uh, I remember one time in, in college when I told him I couldn't get into a class and he laughed and he said, well, go talk to the teacher and tell him you're going to bring your own chair. He always felt like there was a solution to every problem, you know, and he had this positive energy about him. Phenomenal. Why do you think it's been, why do you think it has, first of all, sold so many copies, been around for so long, and then talk to us about the reissue of it. I mean, there's so many books out yeah. there, that you're, 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 yet the reissue and, and the book itself is really, it's worldwide known. Most everybody who knows it, especially within business and even non-business. I think it's uh, relevant today and it's still an international bestseller. And it, uh, it's more relevant today than ever before because they're based on timeless principles that endure. And these are principles such as service and hard work and responsibility and initiative and, and renewal and understanding and mutual benefit and so forth. And these uh, principles never go out of style. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. That's why it endures. And we decided to do a 30th anniversary edition just to emphasize the importance of this book. And the publisher, I didn't want to do it, but the publisher asked me to add insights to it. And they finally twisted my arm. And I, at the end of each chapter, I added these short little insights and talked about some of the applications like, you know, IBM used it. And I talk about these big corporations and individuals and teams that have found phenomenal success with using the seven habits. And I share their stories in the book. So that's, that's why we decided to re-release it is just to emphasize, hey, it's been 30 years. These habits still work. Here are some new insights that show you how they're being applied around the world and, and good luck. 
And again, we're talking with Sean Covey, president of Franklin Covey Education. You can reach him at franklincovey.com. And of course, we'll have it on our website because you're listening to me, David Kogan, host of the Alliance's Hero Show. So Sean, when you became president of Franklin Covey Education, what was going through your mind? I mean, here you are, you're becoming president of something that your father created. You're carrying yeah. on the story, the, your father, your the, the whole legend behind it and all of that. Was that surreal? Yes, in some ways, yes. I grew up watching him teach, you know, and I'd see him uh, just wow audiences. And it was so sincere and genuine. He, he cared about people. And um, I, I feel a great sense of stewardship towards carrying on this work, his legacy. And I'm trying to take these principles to the world. You know, his his stated mission was to unleash human potential. And so I'm thinking, you know, I want to do that too. And I want to take it to to kids in schools and I want to take it to poor people and poor nations. And so I, I feel a great sense of stewardship. And so does our company. We, we want to uh, share principle-centered leadership with the world, with big corporations, small corporations, governments, educational institutions, and individuals in whatever means we can through books and through training programs like you experienced and through any way we can get to people. You got your MBA from Harvard. Why did you feel the need to reissue the seven habits of highly effective people and add insights to it? How do you feel that comes together? Well, at first, like I said, I hesitated. I didn't want to do it. And I got pulled into it by the publisher who said, we think it'll be a really good idea. And finally, after thinking about it for a long time, I thought, you know what? These ideas are so powerful. We should share additional insights that are happening. Uh, so it's simply that we want to keep this book alive. And so every every five years, we refresh it with something. Last time we put a forward by Jim Collins in it. This time we added these insights. We also added a big Q&A section in the back. Uh, some of Stephen's priceless gems are in that back section where we ask, you know, these are recorded Q&A sessions that we took the best of his stuff through the years and put that in the back of the book. So we feel like it's a timeless book and we want to keep it alive and we'll probably do it again in 40 years and 50 years. Awesome. You're also the co-author of a book, The Leader in Me. Share with us some of that. A school in Raleigh, North Carolina, public elementary school is about to be shut down because they're failing. 30 languages spoken in the school, uh, a lot of kids in poverty. The principal, Muriel Summers, gets a new idea. I'm going to teach the kids leadership. I'm going to use the seven habits as one of the key tools and it teaches them the seven habits, kindergartners. So she did this, gave them leadership roles and goals, taught them how to set and achieve goals, taught them business etiquette, how to speak in public, how to shake hands, greet people. School became number one in the country in five years. Test scores shot up, attendance improved. And then this model they created called Leader and Me started spreading. Now it's in 5,000 schools around the world, and we're adding about one to 2,000 schools a year that are taking this model on. It's like a leadership curriculum inside of a school. Seven habits are integral to it. Um, it teaches a common language to the kids. It teach them, teaches them you know, how to get along with other people and how to stay balanced and uh, how to solve problems creatively, how to set and achieve goals, how to take charge of their lives and that kind of thing. And so that's what the Leader Me is all about. It tells that story and it talks about how we can change our communities through changing our schools. With everything going on in the world now, Sean, what would you say to our listeners about how to deal? What should they, how should they be acting? What should they be doing right now at this time? Yeah, I would, I would simply say this, that everyone has hard times. And I've had hard times in my life, some really serious ones. And we're in a hard time right now as a society with the coronavirus. Uh, but there's always silver linings to everything. My hope would be that you can use this time to reinvent yourself. Use this time and space to reconnect with what matters most. Also, think outside the box in whatever business you might be 
be involved in? What can you do differently? Like at Franklin Covey, we do live training, a lot of it, like you experienced, right? That went away overnight. We get our act together and say, well, what can we do? And everything's digital now. We did that really quickly. And we're getting feedback from our customers that they like it more. We're getting higher scores doing it virtually than we are live. I never would have guessed that. And so we believe we're going to come out stronger, you know, in the next few months when this thing clears up than we were before. And I, I've just heard so many inspiring stories about people that have used this time in space to reinvent their business or their life or their relationships with family. Out of the sure. seven habits, which one do you think, do you know, or do you believe that people use and or remember the most? Probably sharpen the saw because it's a metaphor and it's habit seven. And it means never be too busy driving to take time to get gas or never be too busy living your life to take time to renew yourself, body, heart, mind, and spirit. You're the greatest asset you have through which to serve the world. And you got to keep yourself sharp. And so it's keeping your body physically fit, managing your stress, good sleep and nutrition. It's heart, it's your relationships, keeping them strong. But those are the things that uh, inspire us. So I, everyone needs to sharpen the saw, especially at times like this, when it can be very stressful. Uh, put on your own oxygen mask first, as, it, as they teach you on the airplane, before you help somebody else, because otherwise you're not gonna be able to help anyone else. Excellent. Well, that's right. Sharpen the saw. And so continue to listen to me and watch me, David Kogan, host of the Alliance's Hero Show, because we have Sean. Well, Sean, you're a thought leader. You transform schools and homes, impacting parents, families, educators, and more. You know what? That's a hero. Sean Covey, president of Franklin Covey Education. Make sure you check out the reissue of the seven habits of highly effective people going to franklincovey.com. This has been David Kogan with Eliances.